So that being said, live from my mouth to your ears, it's another episode of Guessing from the Stands. It's your boy, Earl91. It's your boy, Big Dale. It's the Dominican Dada, Christian, mi gente, que lo que estamos aquí, estamos aquí, ya tú sabes, vamos a comenzar esta maldita fucking vaina. Word up. Okay. For the weather. So what we, what yeah, we yeah, doing yeah, first? Sure. Wanna, first of all, doing... it's good to be, to be back here with my brothers who had some... Uh, technical difficulties the last couple of weeks and it couldn't be a more inopportune time because shoot man there's been so much going on in the world of sports how have y'all been doing man um, shit uh i ain't gonna t- hey listen i ain't gonna lie to you south florida sports biggest pump fake since the cuban missile crisis um we'll get into that we'll get into that but that's how you're feeling all right uh but i'm good i'm good and that's really really great to hear z what's good with you bro uh, nothing, brother. I'm just existing. <coughs> well, I wish peace and prosperity to you one day. I wish um, nothing but peace and prosperity to y'all. Yeah, for sure. Uh, damn, you know, gosh, there's been so much that's going on. Um, let's uh, let's let's recap a little bit. The NBA Finals and Stanley Cup ran through South Florida this weekend, as Christian alluded to. Ran through South Florida these past week and some change uh both series ending uh in five games christian was of course the blind optimist and i'm sorry brother i gotta do it to you the blind optimist heat in seven heat and all this and uh yeah, it's not happening that way but the denver champ the denver nuggets are your world champions for the first time in uh life uh nikola Jokic now cements himself among the all-time uh immortals uh I think at this point, everything else, just like Giannis, is just going to be adding to the narrative to push him up past the Immortals. Absolutely. Uh, but let's let's uh, let's let's pause a little bit because we do have quite a bit to go through. Um, shoot, man, let's just let's just let's start with hockey, um, and then we'll go to the NBA and keep going from there. Um, yeah, I mean, realistically, uh, you know. Look, man, both both we can stick in hockey, but I can't speak to both sports right before we uh, focus on hockey. Being an eight seed, a playing team in, in the Heat's case, making it all the way to the championship is uh, what we watch sports for, people. Um, Absolutely. You know, these kind of stories is what we watch stories for. And then for them to be, you know, just some 20 some odd, maybe 20, 25, 
miles away from each other uh, to have that kind of run, man. It was good to see them feed off the energy of each other um, between the Heat and the Panthers making it to the uh, World Championship matches. So let's start with hockey. Uh, the Panthers, look, I know we don't cover hockey a lot, people, but what I will say no. is um, I think this season, last season kind of sparked it. This season really expanded, I want to say, everybody's um, – views on hockey and, and i'm gonna keep Absolutely. it real this is one of the best things that could have happened for the sport was the postseason they had because man that was some of the most entertaining sports i've ever watched i've always been a casual i'm a capitals fan but outside yeah. of caps i never really really watched hockey but man um this postseason bro i mean the way and i think because hockey's a little more accessible to watch now obviously it comes on espn and it comes on um tnt, TNT. So those channels that we're familiar with watching our sports obviously with the nba but, man, like, the way that they have produced hockey games this past season, specifically this postseason, I want to just first give a shout-out to the NHL. Um, you know, the world champion. Um, Las Vegas Knights. Las Vegas Golden Knights. Not to be confused with UCF Golden Knights. Um, they did it, man. They're a young franchise. They only got in uh, introduced to the NHL, what, uh, three seasons ago? Uh, their inaugural season was 17. So, oh, 17. Good God. It's been six years. Okay. So six years, they are um, they are uh, an NHL team. And I got to tell you, man, just from the aspect of the way that they have built this franchise up to win a world title, their first world championship in under 10 years, that's what sports is supposed to be about, man. That's what you're supposed to do. You're mm-hmm. supposed to get in there, get it done. The GMs did the work, got the players they're supposed to get. And look, they faced a very tough team in Florida. Florida was the number one seed in the East last year. Um, so it wasn't like they were slouch. They just dealt with injuries and um and and things of that nature that kind of right. down to yeah. And it's crazy that they kind of had the same story that the Miami Heat had last year, being the number one seed in the East. So literally, you know. But uh, um, y'all want to hear something yeah. crazy while we speak injuries on the on the Panthers? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hear. I say, oh, I say okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my fault. So um, I saw on Twitter this morning that Kachuk, one of the Panthers' star players, fractured his sternum in Game Three. So he played Game Four with a broken sternum, with a fractured sternum, and could have, yeah, hold on, could have played, could have played by Game Five, but hold on, there's more. Where's it at? Hold up. Um, this other player from the from the Panthers, Aaron Ekblad. Played through a broken foot, two shoulder dislocations, and an oblique tear. I mean, but Bruh, hockey is the is... sport that I would expect that to happen. If they, now, is, now, obviously, but, but think you know, about being it, but, on skates is one thing, but hockey. But I'm saying, if you kind of if you kind of put it in perspective, that's kind of nuts because at the speed they're going and the cuts they're doing and the hits they're taking, while also maneuvering a puck with the stick. That's pretty My crazy. Fault, bro. It was, yeah, it was, uh, uh, I had static coming through the. Through the oh, line. no, you good? Yeah, no, nah, I, I I agree with you. I think you know when you, but for me, hockey and football are those those uh those play through pain kind of sports that I always envision that kind of stuff happening. You know what I'm saying like if there were any, there's any doubt that it was going to be a sport like those, it, it, it or a sport that that kind of stuff would happen. Now, obviously, playing on a um on a broken anything is ridiculous, and what kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some of that in basketball, but man, like, 
that's a that's a gladiators warrior sport, bro. Like for real. Facts. Hey, shout out! I think the the Panthers had a had a black guy on their team, and I believe the Golden Knights had a Hispanic on there. Mm-hmm. So we slowly expanding, baby. A, yeah, it's opening up a little bit, a little yeah, bit. We co- you we know, coming up, baby steps, but we coming a little bit. But we 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 gonna get there. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, was there any kind of intriguing matchups that you may saw throughout the hockey season, or anything that kind of glued you into watching hockey this season? The fact that the team from the state that I'm from started winning in the playoffs, so that really interests me. Well, technically, the Tampa Bay Lightning have been winning. Yeah. No, I said the state that I yeah yeah I, I got you. And I, could, I got you. I could, and first off, they're the Florida Panthers, so I could rock with them because I'm from Florida. Yeah, you can. I respect it. But I do root for the for the for the Tampa Bay Lightning when they cooking. Yeah, for sure. Basically, I'm telling you how I'm a whole ass nigga. But yeah, no, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I think I, I don't think so. I think uh, being a fair weather fan to a sport that's new to you is crazy. But look, man. If you're going to lose, right, Vegas, <laughs> look, Vegas, Vegas beat they beat the Panthers ass 7-2 to in game two, and then 9-3 to in game four. Bruh, as soon as, I, as soon as I saw 4-1, I was like, yeah, I'm out. It's over. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, shit is over. Shit was over. Start. But it's still great, still great playoffs all in all, like, yeah. between all the teams. Yeah, it was. It was a really good game. I always, I always tell people like I've always, I've always watched hockey, but I only watch it during the playoffs because it's, it's at the same time that basketball is going on. So of mm-hmm. course I would watch basketball during the regular season over hockey, but come playoff time, yeah, I'm watching playoff hockey and that shit is intense. Lucky my Capitals didn't make it this playoffs. They made it last year. We got ousted by Florida first round, so you know it's kind of like yeah, whatever. But shout out to, uh, to you know, obviously the, uh, the, the. Vegas Golden Knights, and we'll see what happens from there. Dallas, man, I got I to gotta give it to Dallas, though. Um, Dallas fought like like a team possessed, man. I mean, I, I, I'm going to give them their credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a conference championship. They fought like a team possessed. So, Yeah, man, good wins, good wins. But I think, you know, like 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 the Panther or like the Heat, Panthers kind of just ran out of gas, bro. Like, I mean, being an eight seed battling yeah. up with the, the, uh, the number one seed and seven. Number they had the best record in NHL history. Yep. And they beat them in seven games, and then they went four to one against uh, Toronto, and then uh, obviously beat the uh, Hurricanes four to zero. Mm. So, you know, they just no, no, I think, I think, I think they beat them five one. I mean, four one. Excuse me. They did beat them four. No, no, oh, no. The, they swept the Hurricanes. That that yeah, was they, four to zero. Um, they swept. They swept. Well, they uh, had a gentleman sweep on Toronto. Four to Correct. Four. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, yeah, I forgot. But yeah, either way, man. Again, shout out to the uh, to to the Florida Panthers. I do have to give them their credit, and uh, you know, we go from there and see how see how next season runs. But um, I'm, de- yeah, I'm definitely copping. I'm definitely copping a, a Panthers jersey. Them hockey jerseys are fire. Sure. With the right fit. With the right fit. Oh, I, oh, I can. Uh, you know, I got you, bro. Got you. See, appreciate appreciate it, yeah. Um, let's go over to the baseball diamond real quick. The MLB. Um, fact of the matter is we haven't had much to talk about in MLB, not because we didn't want to, but the reality of it is, bro. Um, it's a long ass season, but not just that, but the NBA and NHL playoffs, man, I got to tell you, it's been taking up a lot of our time. Uh, I'm going to break down standings real quick. Um, we'll go obviously by division as we do every year. Y'all know how we do. 
Um, starting in the AL East, the Rays are leading with a commanding six-game lead over the Orioles. Uh, the Rays sit atop to be the first team in the league. It looks like they're going to be the first team in the league to hit 50 wins. Yes, they are in a commanding league to hit that. Uh, the Orioles sit right behind them at 42-25, and 25, with the Yankees right behind them at 39-29. and 29. In the Central, the Twins. Look, man, them trades worked out. Uh, I got to call it. Right now, they're leading the AL Central, probably the weakest league, the weakest division in baseball. But oh, still, absolutely. Somebody's got to win it. Uh, the Guardians, who made it all the way to the uh, to the uh, ALDS last year, um, are sitting behind them at 31 and 35. And then the White Sox are 29 and 39. They they just aren't doing well. Uh, the Rangers, despite missing Jacob Degrom, who was out with Tommy John surgery, prayers up for my guy Jake, man. Um, get well soon, bro. Are sitting atop of the AL West with the Astros sitting behind them, three games behind them, and the Angels surprisingly. With the, uh, the third position, uh, Shohei Otani is leading the league in strikeouts as well as homers yet again. Uh, probably prepping for a back-to-back MVP season because that's not even coming close. Speaking of MVPs, we're going to go over to the NL East, starting with the Braves and Ronald Acuna's Braves. Look, man, Ronald Acuna's playing some of the best baseball in the Absolutely. league, not named Shohei Otani. So um, you got to give credit where it's due. Up with the Marlins sitting right behind them in the NL East. You know the vibes? Um, yeah, man. Um, uh, you know, I got to tell you, Christian, you fucking me up with this uh, having two teams in every sport thing. This is, this is really good. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, in the NL Central, the Pirates, my guy McCutcheon. Look, man, you know he's old. Also. I got to tell you. Uh, you know, it's he's good still to see ser- McCutcheon still on, on. He's still very serviceable. Uh, more than serviceable. He's, he's still good. <coughs> um, he's, been a, he's been a great DH pickup for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For what he can do at this point in his career. Uh, mm-hmm. Sitting atop the NL Central with the Brewers right behind them and the Reds just again towards <coughs> the third spot. Um, and then it goes downhill from there with the Cubs and Cardinals. And then in the West, the Diamondbacks are leading the NL West. Uh, hey, man, shake on. Uh, leading with a 41-26 and commanding lead, followed by the Dodgers. No surprise there. The Dodgers obviously have been in command for some time now uh, in the NL West. They won the NL West... Uh, it's been 10 straight years they won the pennant in the NL West, something like that. Who, the Dodgers? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been it was some, it's some crazy. And then some the Giants run. are sitting right behind uh, them with 36-23, uh, followed by the Padres, who are still obviously missing. Um, uh, 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 damn. What is bro's name? Um, Tatis? Tatis. No, nah, he's, ba- he's been back. Oh, well, well, they were missing him in the beginning of the season, I should say. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, sitting behind them. I, I personally think that the NL West division would have been shaken up a lot better um, if Tatis was there from jump, but also, you know, that, that chemistry, man. If they lose having Tatis, Soto, and Machado, this is ridiculous. Listen, they they, there's still a lot of baseball. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to do. Um, and then we've, Rockets, we've seen we've host, seen crazy stuff. Oh, they're not hosting the All-Star game. Who's hosting the All-Star game this year? Uh, um, Seattle is. Seattle. The Rockies. Yeah. Are sitting all the way at uh, last place, twenty nine and forty. Uh, let's see here. Any news coming out of there? Uh, Drew Smith from the from the Mets has suspended ten games for a sticky substance. Uh, he was ejected. Uh, he was ejected. Allegedly, uh, he was ejected, and he's uh he's suspended ten games. That just came out a few hours ago. Uh, the A Stadium deal uh, wins approval in Nevada. They will be moving to Vegas. Well, it's That's not surprising. 
That's what it's looking like. Um, there's a $380 million public funding approval needed from the Senate that they got. So, hey, we'll see what happens. Uh, <coughs> Oakland has said in, in, in no, ter- no uncertain terms, we ain't building you shit. We ain't building you a damn thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, man, I mean, it's not really too much. Um, we'll be we'll be speaking more about it towards when yeah, 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 yeah. we'll the next. This will be uh the baseball diamond show. Um, yeah, man. But, but uh, let's let's head on over before we get into the NBA. Um, we're gonna switch up things. I know we usually close with combat sports. But we're going to move right over to combat sports. We have an agreement. Bud Crawford will be fighting in July against who? The boy, Earl Spence. I, I'm going to say nobody going to step up and say it. Jesus Christ. All right, Earl Spence, Bud Crawford. is finally happening in July. July 29th in Vegas. Um, you know, uh, realistically, I'm, I'm, I'm on... Um, I'm going to be honest with y'all. This was one of the worst press conferences I've ever seen for a pre-fight conference. It was like they were insulting each other like they were playing the dozens at a private school. That shit was bad. I didn't get to the factuals, yeah, but it wasn't animated like I want. But they're also not really animated guys, especially... uh, You know which one going to be animated once that contract's signed? What? That Haney and Stevenson uh, fight. We gonna see, man. Conference? We we gonna see. We gonna see. Uh, they're that. smart. I think they hold that out until Super Bowl weekend. But that's just me. Um, the way the way uh, the way Stevenson set the bodies over there, <laughs> dog. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, listen. I was gonna get to that next, but I'm glad you uh, transitioned us over <laughs> to that. Did you, Dell? Especially you being a big combat sports guy. What are your thoughts uh, going into Bud Crawford and? Uh, and uh, Errol Spence about two months out. Well, about a month and a half out. I hope the fight isn't like the press conference. Um, but I got... I got Spence, man. I don't know why. Spence is speaking to me. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm thinking, even though he had that car accident that messed him up, I think he came back healthy from it, and I think he's a better boxer than... than um, Crawford, even though Crawford is extremely skilled, really, really strong. Um, I just think that uh, uh, Spence is more technically sound. So, but we'll see. Yeah, now I'm, I'm with you. Um, um, I, 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 I'm definitely with you. I, but you know what, though, to be real, we're so far out. I got to hear what's coming from both camps, but just for me, I've enjoyed watching Bud Crawford fights for a while, but I've also enjoyed watching Errol Spence fights. Quite quite frankly, this is the fight of the year for me. Um, I wish that there was just a little more pomp and circumstance to it, but I feel like almost the hype out of it, it should have been capitalized on last year, but I'm glad we're getting it. it just, it's something about this, and maybe because we're just coming off the finals and people can, uh, can um, uh, focus on it. You know, it's probably going to be the biggest event of the summer, honestly. We got no Olympics. I mean, yeah, you got FIBA basketball, but to be honest, unless you're a basketball fan, fan come on, now you're not watching FIBA. So this is probably going to be the event of the summer after the uh, after 
the NBA Finals. So um, I just hope that they build something too. Because I'm not going to lie, like, I- I'm not asking for it to be wrestling. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, a fight like this deserved a little better of a, uh, of, of a, um, a uh, press conference to me. To me. But I, I could be tripping. I, I'm, I'm and definitely... it's a fight we've been wanting to see, so. Like, like I'm not, I'm, like, you, you see what I'm saying with that, though? Like, I, I definitely did want something more than that. It's just, it's a little too nice, but we'll see. Um, But yeah, man, speaking of combats, uh, I hate to get uh to the bullshit, but Floyd Mayweather and John Gotti III fought in an exhibition Bruh. this weekend. And it was everything but boxing. And I, I want to have a real conversation with y'all, man. Um, is Floyd Mayweather tearing away from his legacy by doing this last five years of, or whatever you want to call it? Yes. I think so. Well, actually, no. I lied. Hold on. Let me rephrase it. Now I think about it. I think to the avid, um, <clears throat> just the avid person, Probably yes. To the pers- to the average boxing fanatic like ourselves, I don't think so. Okay. All right. So, um, Dale, what say you? Uh, say that again. Do you think that Floyd Mayweather's tearing away from his legacy, as controversial of a legacy as he's already had by? Taking on some of these gimmick fights that he has for the last. Yeah, but month. these aren't official bouts, though. They're not sanctioned bouts. They're not like that's going on his record or his scorecard. So what does it matter if he wins or loses or whatever? It's just a quick way for him to get twenty million bucks. Why wouldn't he? Like I, I, I don't see the whole is he taking away from his legacy by taking these little exhibition fights. His legacy was 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 done after forty nine and zero. I'm 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 not mad at that, Nardo. I appreciate you joining us, brother. I'll see, I'll see how y'all do this show without reason. Dale doesn't know shit about sports, and Christian doesn't talk enough. It would have been more impactful <laughs> yeah. had you not been breaking up when you first jumped on. Yeah. Hey, no pause. Um, this nigga is on let. Got the nerve to cuss and people like telling them they don't know sports. Well, nigga, you don't know internet. <laughs> Get your weight up. How about that? Like, nah, what's up, my brothers? How y'all feel? What's going on? I'm going uh, cool to get you uh, started on the pod with a question to you. Is Floyd Mayweather ruining his legacy or tainting his already controversial legacy um, with taking on these gimmick fights, things that are attached with him? One, I would say we cannot... <clears throat> call this man's con- legacy controversial. In my opinion, he he's arguably the best boxer to ever do it, to ever lace him up. Uh, secondly, in my opinion, yes, he is to me ruining his legacy. You know what I'm saying? In these circus fights, that amount to nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's really <clears throat> when you have YouTubers, Jake Paul, and those guys doing this. It's funny. They're trying to make a name for themselves, prove they can do things uh, that other people can't do. You know what I'm saying? Just regular people. And it, it's funny to watch those guys. You see them on, you know what I'm saying, their videos, and now they're in the ring. Whereas with Floyd Mayweather, we've seen him against the best of the best, beat the best of the best. And people who've been doing this 
their entire lives since they were born. You know what I'm saying? People that you would quote unquote say are born to do this. So for him, it's kind of like it makes it seem like, okay, what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? Do you need the money? Is it the fact that you can't get out of the ring? You know what I'm saying? And there's no big three or there's no extra, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing, there's no retirement. It's not tennis. You know what I'm saying? There's no retirement league. What does he do now? But you can't go against actual boxers because you're going to have to get in the actual fight and that's going to risk your legacy. So I feel like it may be to me more of he can't give it up versus because I just don't see him Mike Tyson in that money. You know what I'm saying? The way that he was making it. Like it is possible, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? We're talking about fifty mil a fight. And I'm I'm pretty sure that, you know what I'm saying, in this day and age, he sustained himself, you know what I'm saying, and was able to um maintain his wealth throughout his career, even though he's through his post fight career. So I think now it's just a matter of he can't get out the ring and it does it's just ugly, bro. I hate watching it. I hate the promotions. I hate everything about it. I try to stay away from it because I'm a sports enthusiast. I love sport, you know what I'm saying? Not just a specific sport. And I love the great ones, you know what I'm saying? So for him to be somebody that I came up watching, you know, it's it's rare that you come up. You know, for us, I feel like we were blessed. You know what I'm saying? You look at a lot of eras, and they did have a lot of different guys. But the guys that we've been able to watch and we've been able to grow up, and and they grew up in their sport as we were growing up throughout life. It's like incredible. So for him to be one of those, not we're not talking about, you know what I'm saying, a guy from even a uh 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 Mike Tyson, for example, like we're not talking about him still doing celebrity fights and stuff like that, even though we saw him towards the tail end of his career while we were we're talking about somebody that we grew up with. You know what I'm saying? He was still in his it going strong even eight years ago. You know what I'm saying? So it's like for that. I don't want to see this. And we I don't think, to my knowledge, I can't think of another boxer we've really seen go this hard with this. Most people, they retire and they either become an actor or they do something else or, you know what I'm saying, Roy Jones was trying to make music for a while. And I know he's still doing some 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 little celebrity fights and shit like that, but I just don't like it for Floyd. I don't. Yeah, um, I agree. Let me let me give a little, uh, a little bit of a response to what I was saying by, um, controversial for uh for floyd my thing with with floyd is this the conversations around floyd in the ring out the ring um have always been one of an asterisk he's either had something that's taken away from the sport connected to him because i think mike tyson has a has a controversial legacy as well um so i'm not taking a shot at him i'm just saying from the aspect of you know, he's got all this different stuff that's just attached to him. The, 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 you know, like, it's like, um, like LeBron. Like, I think LeBron even has a controversial legacy just because he's always had to have issues or had to have situations where, you know, everything is, since he's been on television has been compared to somebody else. We've never just been able to see LeBron really covered for LeBron. And I think for Floyd, when you cover his fights, you're also covering everything else that comes with it and the lifestyle of Floyd. So that, that's really, and, and maybe controversial isn't the word. Maybe it's um eccentric uh, or, or something of that nature. But, you know, I, it's not taking a slight of him. Or there's even the conversations of, you know, he doesn't fight anybody. Um, 
when they're in their prime. It's, it's just always something that never just is straight boxing and entertainment. It's like boxing, entertainment, and XYZ. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not taking a shot at Floyd, but I just want to kind of clear that up. But but I, but I do agree with a lot of the sentiments that you said. Actually, I agree with everything that you said because it's like you have arguably the, the case for the greatest boxer of all time. I don't care about weight division. You did the job at the highest level better than anybody else on paper. And yet everything else that's attached to you, boxing almost comes third or fourth. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's it's messed up, but it's true. You know, like like it, it's crazy, man. Like I don't know, like so like like for Floyd, I, I you know what I don't understand why he didn't go the Delahoya route, the big promoter route. You know what I'm saying? Like he towards the end of your career. Bro, you were not even towards the end of your career. Once you bought your stuff out from top rank, bro, it was Mayweather promotions. Yeah. Why, 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 why is that not what is going on to where Mayweather promotions isn't one of the biggest boxing promotions in the US, in the world? Because I think no matter what, it's all. It, oh, man, how can I say? Okay. Just, just hear me out on this, whether you're a fan of it or not. The name Mayweather Promotions would almost be as if, um, Mayweather as a person is 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 is. Hmm. He's an entity in himself, so it, no matter what fighter he promotes, it's going to be Mayweather Promotion in some way. You know what I'm saying, like. You'll 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 never have anything. It's kind of what they say about the NFL. Nothing is bigger than the Shield. What fighter could be bigger than Mayweather under Mayweather Promotions? So I think yes. Now, I, while I agree, and I don't mean to cut you off at all. No, you good. But I, I would pose this question to you: mm-hmm. What basketball player would be bigger under Jordan than Jordan? But we've seen Melo, we've seen Jason Tatum, we've seen no, Zion, fact, fact. we've seen them all signed to the jump man. Right. So right. I feel like if the dollar is right. Somebody will look like they they don't have to be under Floyd, but for so long, you know what I'm saying? It could be. I think he would have made his stable getting young younger boxers that were looking very promising and getting them for the early <laughs> eight, nine, maybe ten years of their career. Delahoy is killing killing the game. You know what I'm saying? So then you get the guys that are gonna buy themselves out of their contract. You know what I'm saying? And in order to do that, they you they would have had to made make you so much money and then make you more by buying themselves out. That you'd be okay with it because you but have I more think, coming doesn't in. Doesn't Delahoya come from uh, boxing promotion royalty, anyways? Uh, I'm not sure. I would have to. I honestly, yeah, you know anything like Oscar Delahoya? Isn't his family in the? Uh, wasn't he taught uh, the promotion game from his? Didn't his family promote fights and stuff like that? Oscar Delahoya. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know his family well enough. Like I don't know the story of his family and his upbringing well enough to say that. But I can look it up. An early life. Sorry, Parents immigrated from Mexico. Born in East L.A. Damn. I mean, yeah. His, yeah, his father. Okay, was... yeah. See, his father and his grandfather was in it. Yeah. So, so they. So but but yeah, Floyd's yeah. father, I mean, shoot, Floyd Mayweather was a, uh, 
I know for sure. And it's on course. Yeah, I know for sure his dad was an amateur, but wasn't he also uh didn't he go pro as well? Floyd Mayweather scene? I believe so. I but it wasn't his his uncle that knew the most, uh Roger Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. 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 Um I don't know, man. I just I, I agree with Nar, man. Like, why is it not like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why why is it not like that? So it's 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 unfortunate, man. But you know what though? Um hopefully Floyd uh I ain't gonna say gets it together, but just can take this to the next level. Like idealistically, Nar, you know what? That Spencer uh, offer Huh? Actually I just thought of something right now. I think the reason it's just a far, it's a far, it's a far uh, thought. But I think the reason why Floyd is doing these little gimmick fights is because I think he's seeing the sport grow and have more dominant fighters now than what he had then back in his time. That I think he still wants to keep his name relevant. I think it's an ego thing, to be honest. Oh, because I think he because if you remember when when he was fighting. It was just him and Pacquiao that were do- the dominant fighters, you know. Well, I'm not gonna say that. It, it, it was quite a few when Floyd was fighting. Um, when Floyd was in his in his, let me not say fighting, but he was in his heyday. It was quite a few. I give him and Pacquiao was the uh, big fight. But to be honest, bro, back then, because you talking about that early to mid 2000s, bro, you had uh, the Klitschko brothers. <laughs> um, not the Klitschko brothers. Um, what was the brothers from England? I don't know. No, the Kliskos were from, uh, whatchamacallit, from Ukraine. Uh, England? You had had Ricky Hatton. Ricky Hatton was fighting back then. Um, You had, uh, had, like I said, uh, I want to say the Klitschko brothers, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, You had had, uh, Pacquiao. Damn, it's it's some and it, it was a few boxes back then, but the money fight, the one that everybody wanted to see after Delahoy and, and and Mayweather, was May was Mayweather versus Pacquiao, mm-hmm. and that fight took fucking five years, six years to happen, to the point that you just didn't care. It was a bad match. It was a very bad fight. But that's what I'm saying. Now you got more fighters that. You know the sports, the sports um, benefiting from that we're constantly talking about. That I feel like, I feel like Mayweather's like, hold on, I need to make sure y'all still remember who I am. Like I said, I yeah, think it's just, I, a, I think, I think it's just a full ego thing. It, it is. I I agree with you on that. I think we can definitively say that Floyd's ego definitely plays a part into it. But yeah, no, I mean the heavyweights. You had Lennox Lewis. You had uh. Shit, quite a few. Um, um, Tyson was still fighting Fury. You know, it was quite a few of them out, that was out there doing it back then. So, for sure. But either way, uh, Nardo, you with us? Let's see, let me get him back. Sir, yes, sir. Uh, what's what's your thoughts on um on on but on Spence versus Crawford? Did you catch? Did you watch any of the um the uh, matchup? And did you see? Uh, what are your thoughts just on Spencer versus Carl? The, the, the first press conference? First yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a good fight, man. It's going to be a real technical fight. There's going to be some power in this fight. You know what I'm saying? Both these fighters are 
even though Bud's a little bit older, they're both at the top of their game. You know what I'm saying? This is a big fight for boxing. This is arguably um, bigger than the fight we just saw between Ryan Garcia and Tank. You know what I'm saying? This one has been building for a long, 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 long. This is one of those that could propel somebody, you know what I'm saying, to the top of the pound for pound. You know what I'm saying? Cement their position or cement their, you know, so it's like, this one's going to be a nasty one. Um, I like the fact that it's happening so fast. You know what I'm saying? A little bit over a month, month and a couple of weeks till we're at, you know what I'm saying, July 29th fight day. So it's going to be a great fight. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's going to be fast. So you better not leave. You're gonna, It's going to be a lot of punching. There's going to be some good defense. And that's the thing about great boxers. It's not a slugfest. And that's why I like some of the, um, a lot of the fighters in the, in the uh, fighter divisions because you get a lot more boxing. A lot more of the science to it, a lot more of the of the studying of the opponent and using the things that you you know what I'm saying been practicing throughout camp. And we actually get to see guys perform, you know what I'm saying, as opposed to just not try to knock each other out. Even though like a guy like Tank Davis, who is a knockout artist in that fight against Garcia, and even in previous fights, if you really watch, he's a boxer as well. He doesn't just go out there and try to knock niggas out, bro. Both, uh, I believe it's both his last knockouts, uh, last two knockouts, Roley and um, Ryan Garcia, they were both kept throwing the same jab, trying to c- create that distance between uh, himself and them. He let him throw it once, he let him throw it twice, and on that third one, he knocked both of their ass out the same way. You know what I'm saying? And what is that? That's studying your opponent, reading his moves, understanding positioning, you know what I'm saying, where you are and the distance that you are, that even though he's trying to create that space, he's he's still within knockout distance as long as you know exactly, you know what I'm saying, when to strike. So you're going to see a lot of that in this matchup, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a good fight, man. I can't wait to see it, honestly. I, I, this shit going to be so good. I'm, I'm going to consider paying for it. I ain't saying I'm not. I ain't saying I am. I'm gonna <laughs> I, am I am mad at you, bro. I or at least going to a bar where they actually paid for it. <laughs> How about that? How about oh, well, you gonna pay to get in, pal? Oh, you know, I haven't done something like that in so long. They make you pay to get in for one of those. Hell yeah. yeah. Some do, some don't. So when y'all go to Ale House, like for big fights, you gotta pay to get in that bitch. Yes, you do. Yes, sir. What? Them niggas do. Dell, hey Dell, we sliding, bro. I'm like, nigga, I'm here to get some food, bro. I don't even like boxing. Oh, they, oh that's fine. You just gotta clear your table by the time that you, uh, by the time that, that this fight starts. All right. <laughs> Take me apart, that motherfucker, man. <laughs> they will let you sit right up until prelims, but they need that table for prelims. Or for the, for the I man. need that player. Yeah, they need it. But yeah, right, no, nah, that's what's up, man. Let's get to it. Well, shoot, man, we um. We can we can just head right on over to the NBA, man, because we crowned a new world champion. Um, for the first time in history, the Denver Nuggets are your 2000. Well, shoot, I can't say the first time in history for that because it's only one year of that. But they're your NBA champions, winning for the 2022 and 23 season. Um, Nikola Jokic with a historic last three years and capped it off with a championship and a Finals MVP. Um, and B and B should be arrested for his war crimes. Bruh, you know, how many times have we seen the MVP not win the championship in all sports? Come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. But, come on. A lot. It happened. Earl Preach it, it. And, I, and I'm agreeing to it this year. You know, I disagree every other year. I'm going to disagree next year. This year works in my favor. It's a regular season award. All right. <laughs> it's a regular season award. 
Well, and, and for and, and and so much so, the reason I think you know, and I don't know if this is one of your points, Nar, but what leads to that point is for the first time ever, what leads to that Finals MVP award is Jokic is the first person in NBA history to lead the playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, but LeBron led the Finals in points, rebounds, assists. No, 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 I mean from the start of the playoffs. Playoffs From April, playoffs, playoffs this year. Like, no, nah, let me stop hating on that, man. Nah, he's great, man. He's a great player. I, I, we've never seen that like that, especially from the center position. I mean, it's ridiculous the type of stuff that he does with the limited athleticism that he possesses and the way that he's clearly right now the best big man in the league and uh, obviously a top three player in the league. You know what I'm saying? To be able to do that and not. Just do it, but do it against everybody every night, no matter who it is. It's, you're giving them buckets, you're giving them rebounds, you're giving them assists. Off some oh, Russell Westbrook so, type shit with, oh, without so, really fucking up the flow of the offense because you're the main facilitator. That's how great you are. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times when you see, you know what I'm saying, big men dominating the ball in that, in that form or fashion, it kind of takes away from what everybody does in some sort of way. You know what I'm saying? But with him and the way he plays the game, it actually works better for everyone because now the focus is on him because he can't just pass. He'll score with the best of them. You know what I'm saying? And then he he, he can also clean up missed shots and then not just clean up missed shots. And once he gets the ball, he either has to pass it up or he's holding on to it until somebody gets open. He's already anticipating, okay, if I get this rebound right here, based upon who's on the floor right now, I know who I'm going to pass it to. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that type of shit is different. And you don't see that with guys every day, really, and not every day, every generation. You know what I'm saying? So he's clearly already a first ballot Hall of Famer. Now, if he continues on this type of run, they're able to, because according to Woj, and this is something that we'll probably talk about soon, it's going to look a lot different as far as the NBA landscape, the hard, well, it's not a hard salary cap, but they have some parameters in place going forward that it's going to be hard to sign anything more than two max players. So with that, and even so, you're not going to have a bench full of guys that are decent veteran players either. If you have those two max guys, then you're going to have a pretty weak bench, according to what Woj is saying and, and what um, the CBA is going to be moving forward. So I feel like it's going to be tough, but it's going to be <laughs> even for all teams across the board, which is with him being the type of player he is, it's still going to always have the Nuggets, obviously with them cementing that championship and even being in the hunt before this, because they were always been one of the top teams in the West since he's really, you know what I'm saying, turned up. It's going to keep them there. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a lot more parity throughout the league. So now it's going to maybe even not be easier for them but now, because free agents weren't coming to Denver, this, that, and the third, now they have to play the stacked teams and all that because the players want to go where it feels good and it's a bunch of superstars there. It's not going to be like that no more. No matter who he's playing, they probably ain't going to have more than two superstars. You know what I'm saying? So because of how good he is, their run and this run can be sustained for some time if the Nuggets are able to keep decent guys around him and Murray. Um. I 100% agree with you. Now, I want to play something for you real quick. Uh, uh, well, play something for you, Dell and uh, Christian. Hold on here. Yo. That was, uh, I don't know if y'all can hear that. Could y'all hear that okay? 
I try to make I try to make out the the, the words I couldn't. Even. Um, yeah. I'll insert I'll insert into that, but that was Bruce Brown with a uh, University of Miami tattoo on his front. On his oh floor. yeah, shouting out Coach Larry Nega saying, uh, "Yes, sir." I did, mean shout out out I did mean to shout that man Bruce Brown out for yeah. pulling that chip home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, nah, for sure. Uh, he definitely did do that. Uh, and you know, shouting out Coach Larry Nega, man. That's what's up, man. So. Shoot, man, now Larry Nigga has an NBA champion on his resume. You know what I'm saying? And Bruce Brown plays some, you know what I'm saying, some meaningful basketball. Uh, yeah, very impactful mm-hmm. basketball. Very impactful very. basketball. Um, just, and it kind of low-key, if you want to be honest, it kind of was, he really was an embodiment of how the Canes played um, last season and this season. It don't got to be the sexiest thing in the world, but it's scrappy and effective, and it's just winning ball. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't nothing but just hard work, and that was hard-nosed basketball, so. Shout out emphasis to uh, emphasis on the winning ball. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, but that being said, man, I mean, like Nar said, the, the, um, you know, before we get into the the this and that of the championship, Nar, you want to give a breakdown of what you saw from Woj uh, earlier? Just explain what was agreed upon the CBA that maybe teams and players really didn't know what they really agreed to in this new CBA. Yeah, so it's not exactly the wording that's in it, but it's going to be the NBA's version of a hard cap. Because of that, you're going to it's going to leave room for two max players. You're not they they say if you have three max players, your team's going to be shit. That's basically what he said. It's going to leave room for two max players and then a decent bench. You're not going to have a veteran-laden bench that we've been seeing lately from teams. That's not going to happen. So that's part of the reason um, that he was saying that Chris Paul and the Suns situation, because the Suns know moving forward, they're not going to be able to keep that much money on the salary cap going into um, next season. So it's going to be, they say, he said, this is honestly going to be one of the hottest trade summers that the NBA has ever seen. So we're going to have big news all summer from teams trying to move guys now in order to prepare themselves for what the CBA is going to be coming in 24. Correct. Um, and we, when you look at, and appreciate that, Nara, um, for sure. Um, and when you look at things like that, I think the best thing for them to do is be pre- uh, prepared, is to be prepared now, because when that hard cap hits, we don't know how forgiving it's going to be in the first, or if you're, you're going to be able to kind of figure out your ways to wiggle around some things. We know that they- Oh, it's not going to be forgiving. GMs. No, no, facts. But I'm saying we know we've always seen GMs, no matter what the uh, CBA uh, structure, we've always seen GMs kind of figure their way out to make things happen. But that first couple years, this is really the time to get that trial and error out the way now while you still have leeway on this last CBA, obviously from the 2011 uh, lockout season. Um, And then the re-up on that, that you can – you're really going to have to figure this out. So, like like Nara was alluding to, guys like a Chris Paul – I think that we'll end up seeing more of that. Um, and that's going to make guys like Damian Lillard harder to trade even than we thought before. Because when you think about it, bro, you're trading $250 million. You don't have the leeway of, oh, we can go get it, get two more max guys if we restructure this, that, and the third. That's going to make a lot of those things very hard to do. So, um, you know, as we get over the summer – and after the draft, we'll dive more into I, I want us to really take some time, dive into the CBA, and see what all we should be expecting going into free agency. 
Um, given that that being said, can any of y'all think of any players y'all could realistically see probably being moved or some some moves happening to kind of get some restructuring going on heading into the season? Like, what do you mean? Just in general, if there's anything that you all may think. Well, we know, we know Bradley Beal's on the move, for sure. I was about to say, Beal's yeah. definitely going to be on the move. I wouldn't pay 50 cents for Bradley Beal. I, I don't know about that. He's still a really good player. Right. Like, he's, he's, still, he's still an all-star. Show, right show, show me his last all-star. Last, last year. All-NBA. Last year. He was an all-NBA player last year. Uh, last All NBA may have been two years ago. Hold on, tell you. I'm just saying, you put him on certain teams where he changes the landscape. I don't know about that. Now last, it is going to be different because, like I just NBA mentioned, with the team, he's only he only been yeah it was two years ago. He's only been on one All NBA, three time All Star, one All NBA, 2020-21. So it's two years. Yeah. Ago. Okay. Like I said, it's going to be different because of the CBA. You know what I'm saying? So where he does go. It's gonna play half the season last year. Yeah. Go ahead, Nart. No, I'm saying wherever he goes, it's gonna be a it's gonna have to be a place where they can build around him and another superstar. But I feel like he's gonna have to go somewhere that's already established. Like, in my opinion, you get rid of Chris Middleton, maybe trade some guys. If I'm the Bucks, I'm gonna try to go get Bradley Beal. Fuck that. No, I'm good. Okay, so you'd rather play with Chris Middleton and Giannis? Yes. Yes. Um, I would. I would actually. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We can't hold the playoffs against Bradley Beal if his team. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. Wait a minute. Now, now you gotta stop. Now you gotta stop. First off, Milwaukee is one of them squads that the only thing that they're looking for next year is a championship. That's yeah, their championship or bust. So if if he's not gonna help you improve or play better in the playoffs, what is his purpose? Well, the teams were ass, bro. Certain, I, bro, not, you, you this, can't expect everyone to be. With you, but I'm, everyone's I'm not saying, gonna I'm be saying. LeBron. You can't. You're not gonna be good when your teams are ass. We see a lot of guys, you know, what I'm saying, not perform especially well when they're on not on good teams. I mean, it's it's hard to do when you're the pure focus. It's the playoffs, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's not like regular. That's why he goes off in the regular season because you get the opportunity to see different guys every night and no one's playing for the rest of their season. You know what I'm saying? So you get to show off who you are as a basketball player against other basketball players. In the playoffs, people are going to lock in on your ass, especially if you're the only offense y'all got. So if you're not a generational type of guy, then you're probably not going to do so well. You know what I'm saying? That's why there are very few guys who we can name that have not even fucked bad teams that have led teams to championship being a a a not a solo superstar. You know what I'm right. saying? Right, 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 right. But that's not my point. My point is, is... Well, nigga, your point stinks. Wasn't, nigga, shut the fuck up and let me finish my point. <laughs> now, I'm saying, though, uh, the few times that we saw Bradley Beal with John Wall in right. the postseason, in your mind, that that um, is that production better than what Chris Milton did when he was healthy I don't know. with honestly, the Bucks? I gotta, I gotta go back and look at his numbers because I honestly don't remember him. I do, obviously, I'm saying I do remember him playing with John Wall, but I don't remember how well he played in the playoffs. In right the there. postseason, he averages 
23.5 for a career. Well, well, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> he's not, bro, he's not, like I just said, You're everybody's not going to be Kobe. Everybody's not LeBron. You're not going to, you got to think, bro, five more points than that. He's averaging damn near 30 in the playoffs for his career. I mean, how, what do you want the nigga to average 40? So now you want him to be the greatest player of all time? I feel like for, for what we're talking about, for who he is, nobody has said that he's a guy who's going to lead you to a championship. We're talking about Bradley Beal being traded to a team and being a piece that can now bring a championship to a team, possibly. And I feel like... Right, but also, he's ultra-expensive, too. Yeah, but that, also, now that's the part that we have to work around. You know what I'm Possibly was, maybe getting him to buy out a contract. Or restructure. No, no, I was, I was, oh, I was, no, 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 no. He ain't restructure nothing. He's on a five year, no. two hundred and fifty one million dollar contract, brother. No, but I saw on I saw on uh, on social media, I forgot who who tweeted it. I think that I I think they said that he's the only one that has a contract that has a no trade clause. So he can decide what he can negotiate the trades if he want if he gets traded to the team. That's what I'm saying, bro. They, and if they he does it was it was it was something that made it. They said his, that made his contract unique when 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 he gets traded. Like basically, they were saying he can get traded for like a fucking a bag of chips and, and a drink. Ooh. Uh, no, I'm saying when I was uh, when I saw so, on uh, social media today, I forgot who who's which reporter was posting it about Bradley Bill not having a no trade clause in his contract. That he's the only one in the NBA that has that. Yeah, I think he is technically the only. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He keeps vetoing trades. Eventually, if they want him gone, they may have to trade that thing for some slight fit because he may only rock for that. And at the end of the day, they don't want to pay him, but he can force them to pay him. I mean, so, I mean that, that's, that's a vicious-ass position. But I'm going where I want to go. <laughs> You're, they're going to offer you what they want to offer you or what I want them to offer you so we can keep a good team around me. And you're going to take it. Otherwise, you're going to fulfill the rest of this fucking contract. You have no choice. I do think if you replace him, get fresher legs. I mean, look, Drew is the primary perimeter defender. Need him to go in there and be a viable. Because that's what they were missing. Was a guy who can go in there and get premium buckets. Not just a bucket. Premium buckets. Like, we talking about a guy who averaged 30. You know what I'm saying? It's not a bad move for them. Um, it's really not. Not a bad move. I, w- I would entertain it. Truly would. It's going to be, it's, it's gonna be interesting. If he ends up going, depending on what the Kyrie situation is, could put Luka back at the point. Beal and Luka is a hell of a team. That's a really good team. So you have some options. You know, it's definitely, it's definitely. I, I um, think it's about, it's about to be a active ass summer. It's gonna be a crazy summer. Let's get back to the NBA champions, man. I don't want to slight them. Uh, we just had some notes. Let's get back to them. Um, you know, it's a four-one series. Again, another, uh, another one bites the dust in, in South Florida. Miami Heat, man. I mean, you got to call it what it is, bro. They played until they just couldn't anymore. I mean, I think that we really saw the difference in the team that was just gassed. Um, they were down, they were outmanned. And look, I'm, I'm, I know people were getting on Bam for the first couple series in the playoffs. Bam nah, played Bam, really well against no, He, he just really did. Better. Sometimes that's going to happen. He just played against a better player. 
And I would say he did a pretty, better he did, player. If he did, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he did a he did a, a great job um manning his uh his uh yeah he, he played great defense himself. he just played against a better player and that's gonna happen sometimes um I think that you know Jamal Murray didn't impact the finals the way I thought he would I thought I ain't gonna lie to you I thought it was gonna be Fritz against the Heat, bro. Like, I, I, I thought Murray was one four play, and he played well. Don't Please don't take this as a slight, but I thought that he would really contend for finals MVP against the Heat. Um, I really had him as my dark horse and kind of my... Uh, Actually, you know, who, you, know, you know who I have as a dark horse for the finals? Michael Porter Jr. Um... Okay. And not not and not and not on the not on the offensive standpoint, but him his his ability to get rebounds, not just Joker, was huge. Okay. Even though he wasn't he was shooting horrible from three, but he was still working on the on the on the rebound side, getting getting some important boards for them. Um okay. I I'm I'm not mad at that. I mean Look, the way the way I'm looking at it is this: in, in the uh, in the playoffs, in the finals specifically, you see the last five games. He had twenty. He had twenty six in the in. He had fourteen in the closing game. 14, 15, 34, 18, 26. Now, don't get me wrong; those are really good numbers, but I just. I thought that he was going to cook that backcourt, but it also wasn't the way that they ran their offense either. Um, but I got to tell you, man, just the way that Murray stepped up, Murray submitted himself in Denver as long as he wants to be there. This season was a hell of a comeback year for him. Came back averaging 20, 20 points, six assists, and I think four boards. You know, him and him and Joker can go as long as they want to. Um, to win as many championships as they want to, as long as they keep this team intact. I'm going to give Aaron Gordon some credit, too. Now, listen, Aaron Gordon didn't get a lot of respect in, in, in Orlando, but I've always knew that he could be this type of player. But the way that he stepped up, especially defensively and knocking down uh, open shots, man, and, and playing big on the boards, man, I, I got to give the credit to Aaron Gordon. Like you said, MPJ. Uh, Bro, did you see that block in game five where he snatched that shit when Kyle Lowry tried? That was all you should not let no grown man do that shit to you, bro. I would have fouled the shit out that nigga. <laughs> he, he's he's a different. Um, he's just different, you know. He's just different, and and I think you talk about guys who are who are tooling their game past their athleticism and it being effective, man. This is this is how you do it. This is truly how you do it. So, you know him. I mean. Again, the Bruce Browns, um, KCP. Look, KCP, man. Dog. I hate KCP. You can hate him all you want, bro. He didn't kick. I know. I know. No, I just, you know, you ever see uh, an athlete, you look at their face, it just pisses you off. Yeah, KCP's him. I don't know why. It's fine. He still didn't kick your ass in two finals in the last three years. Yeah, I know. Deal with it. Raggedy, raggedy bitch. You know what you can't call us? A loser. You're absolutely right. I cannot call him that. I know, because he'd have kicked your ass twice in the finals. Now, um, you know, there's obviously the top ten talk. Joker, I mean, shit, at this point, bro, has cemented himself in the Pantheon of Pantheons for me. 
all he's going to do is keep adding to the resume, in my opinion. Um, but Joker really showed this postseason the difference between, uh, like Nar said, that regular season bullshit. And, and look, he lost the MVP. He should have been the three-time MVP, but also that scared that they had towards the end lost him that third straight MVP. But this wasn't a racial thing. This ain't have nothing to do besides the fact that somebody kicked your ass. You know that man had not one dunk in the finals? Not one dunk in the finals. Who? Jokic? Yes. Damn. No, he didn't. He had not one straight, dunk in the straight, finals. Straight that is straight up. shooting touch and putting the ball back in the cup. Not I don't need to jump up for you niggas. That's why. I don't know if I put the N-word there. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, the N-word's a bit much. But, I mean, I don't need to jump up for y'all fools. For what? The man... I Take mean, this 40% for... 47% from three? Come on, now. And giving averaging about 30? Yeah. Averaging 30, I think 30, 14.7. 30.2, 14.7, and 7. And 7.8. Yep. You know, assist. Uh, Come on, now. You know, what was the most beautiful thing that he did in these finals, bro. When he did that, shut everybody who had something negative and say up. Especially on the defensive end, I'm not gonna say he was out there looking like Hakeem, but man, defensively, he did not look like a liability out there whatsoever. But that fake hook shot when he lobbed it to Aaron Gordon, I say, yeah, bro, this shit over. This shit done. This shit done. This shit is over. Say it again. When he did that when fake did hook the, shot, he was about to do a hook shot, and he turned into a lob to Aaron Gordon on the backside. That shit was nah, disgustingly remember, good. Y'all remember in game four, dog, and I, I hate to bring this up, but game four against the Lakers, and he hit that bitch. What did, you, what did y'all say? When he oh, no, it was it. I, said, I said that's the champion right there. When yeah, he, he made that shit off, when, when, when he shot that shit off of one foot? <clears throat> yeah. And, and, you, yeah. and it was the end. Of, it was the end of the shot clock, and you thought it was over. Yup. Sight. Yeah. No. It was. It was. It was rough. But I mean, the way the Joker plays basketball is exactly how you teach the game of basketball. Because fundamentally, there's nothing that he's missing in his game. Nothing. Literally. There's nothing he is missing in his game. I just. I just sent that uh play to the uh, to to the group chat. Y'all can definitely check that out. But um, there's nothing he's missing in his game. Not a uh, yeah, no, there's there's not a, there's not a single hole in his game to be honest with you. Not a thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the way that he the way that he plays, man. You know, I I, I gotta give it to him, man. He's deserving of the MVP, deserving of the Finals MVP, and and hell, I think we got a few more coming from them. I think the only thing that's going to hold him back from, from getting a few more is literally just contractual situations. That's with any organization. Say it again? I said I think the only thing that's, that's going to hold them back from competing for more championships, just like injury. any, any – no, no, not, not the injuries, any other organization, is the contractual situation. Because they, had the, perf- they, they, had, the, they had the perfect – set up with their starting rotation and the bench. So now you bring in the new CBA coming in and what Bernard discussed earlier with the contracts, how is that going to maneuver their bench moving forward for, you know, deeper runs? I 
Um, I think they only all the, like they only got a few free agents. I think Bruce Brown is probably gone because somebody gonna give Bruce Brown a bag. Um, oh, for sure. So he, he he's a free agent this summer. Uh, and I and I think some a couple of people are up coming up, but I don't I don't I think Aaron Gordon's up next year. But would they would they keep would they keep pieces to the bench? To um, in regards to the you guys mentioned about Denver winning a couple more, I said the only thing I see them, the only thing I see um not working in their favor to compete for more, is um contractual situations, like you know they're free, yeah. they're free agents from their from their key pieces, especially from the bench. Yeah, I mean. Again, that kind of alludes to what we were talking about um, earlier. But it also depends on what you're willing to buy into as far as uh, in your – like, you can't tell somebody what they can sign for. As far as if – okay, let's say – obviously Aaron Gordon's going to make starter minute, starter money for the next at least contract. At least that's what it looks like, right? So we're talking 90, set of stuff. But you also got to remember something. Bro. What they're alluding to with three max players, they're talking about signing three players for 200 and 200 plus million per five years. Like those those real max guys. Yeah. 120 ain't real ain't a max at all no more. Which is wild if you kind of not not yeah, up. that that ain't it's big money, but it just like see how the players have it also fix it is the salary cap has gone up again with this TV money. They're going, they're, they're, their salaries are going to keep rising. So, yeah, you may not be able to sign three guys. Like, say, you know how Wade took a little bit less than, and, and Bosch took a little less and Braun took a little less, but they still made, at that time, astronomical. The, they were making he a was yeah. sound, sound like it was going to be much more drastic than that as far as you're not going to be able to sign three guys at all. But even if you have two max players, your bench is not going to be good. It's going to be a bunch of guys. I think I think there's a little exaggeration in that, and it should be, because it, then it makes you think how to strategize that, right? Like I agree with you. I, I, I on paper, yeah, but I think I, we're really going to have to look at a breakdown of what happens this summer to kind of come back and say, okay, this. Is I was just, a, I was just but about to make a to point me, to that too. Real talk, it's it's easier to sell people on buying into taking less money when less money is still six figures, you know, or still nine figures. Sorry, like you got rookie max extensions is what one ninety eight, and it's it's going up to two twelve. That's a rookie max extension, bro. It's easy to sell somebody into okay. Cool. Where our salary cap is, let's just say, uh, two hundred, two hundred or three hundred or three hundred million, right? Well, LeBron's getting ninety-seven. Uh, AD's getting you know forty-five, but we still got all this money to play with. Yeah, technically you can't sign another max guy because it's against the rules. But shit, we got all this money flowing anyways because the salary cap keeps going up. What do you mean you can't sign the next max guy? Can't get three. Can't get three max players. They're trying to make sure you don't get three tracks because the taxes is just going to be so. No, no I, I get, I get that. I, I'm, I'm in agreement 100 percent with my point. My, my counterpoint is, at some point, look, man, ain't but so much damn money out there, bro. Like, like when you got 
guys like Jalen Brunson getting four years, $100 million, that's only $25 million a year hit on the cap. That's not crazy to today's cap. It's not like the cap is going down. The hard cap is there, but the 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 salary cap isn't going down by any means. These guys are still going to be making some crazy money. I feel like this topic is going to be a great discussion once oh, we bro, see we gonna once be we see about this for once the next two years. Uh, sure. No, I'm saying I'm saying how this I feel like <laughs> I feel like this summer is, is going to be the summer of 16 again or was it 16 or 17? Where it was no. handing out contracts left and right. I mean that that's any time that you have a majority of the league re up and yeah, but I don't, ain't gonna be no big dominoes signing this year because there's no big pending free agents to sign this year. Like, there's no KD on the books. There's no LeBron on the books. There's no none of that. Those guys have already gotten paid. Who is the biggest mm-hmm. free agent going into this? The biggest Sorry, free agent. Uh, biggest free agent. That comes to mind for me is uh, Jalen Brown. Okay, so here it goes right here. Um, Russell Westbrook, Chris Middleton, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Chris Tapps, Porzingis, D'Angelo Russell, Kevin Love, Um Now, granted, some of the – well, let, okay, let's go into unrestricted free agents. Let's, let's do that instead of uh, – Okay, unrestricted. Russell Westbrook. Harden probably will be because it's talks he's going to opt out of his player option. So we'll just include Harden. Kyrie has a bird rights, but he is unrestricted. Russell's a non-bird. D'Angelo has a bird. Kevin Love, non-bird. Vucevic, non-bird. Draymond has a player option, and he's opting in. You can best believe he's getting his money. He's opting in. Sorry. Fred Van Vliet, uh, Harrison. Right, Fred, Van, Fred Van Vliet going to be a, a, a big uh, free agent signing for teams this year. This ain't really a crazy, it's not crazy at all, uh, free agent class. So I don't, um, shit, the average free agent's looking like they're 30 years old. Shit. They they thirty and up, bro. So this this ain't going. This ain't gonna be crazy. But I think this is going to be a good practice round for what's to come in the next two years for sure. But either way, um, yeah. Uh, let's close out with the Miami Heat. Where did the Miami Heat go from here? Obviously, it's an amazing season that they had. But what do you look to do to improve? Because I think Miami at this point has exhausted their options in making the finals with this kind of roster constructor. I get it. It's hardworking, but it's not going to win you a championship. What should Miami do going into next season? Definitely. Um, I think you add a perennial score on the side next to, next to Jimmy and Bam, where the main focus isn't going to be on Jimmy if he's having a bad night, if he's, you know, not feeling 100% where he can go to that person, that person going to give you 20 or 25 when need be, you know, which I think that's where the, that's where the injury with Tyler Hero came in. Cause that was, yeah, everyone talked about the whole Tyler Hero thing, but let's not forget, he was giving them 20, he was giving them 20 a game. So, you know, I think they're, I think they're going for a, a better score. Um, I mean, it's, it's, Right now, it's just it's tough to see where they go because the way it was constructed, I was excited to see 
how everything was going to pan out. Even though Oladipo, you had him uh, injured as well, which he was a great piece coming off the bench, both on the defensive side and giving you about like 10 to 12 off the bench as well, you know? So I think they're just going to, I think they're going to see what piece they're going to lose to free agency and, you know, hence uh, Struess and Vincent and see what they, well, you know, what they get out there. But I definitely think they need, a, they need to look to add uh, another score uh, next for Jimmy and Bam. You're going to have to give up something to get something. And Tyler Hero is going to be something that every team wants to help out the Heat. For sure. Are you ready to part ways with Tyler Hero for a Damian Lillard? I was just about to say, if it if it involve if it involves, I think they're more focused on either date on Lillard or Beal than Kyrie. But I, but shit. Um, All yeah. right. Well, that's Christian with the weather. Yeah, Christian with the weather. Um, no, my bad. Um, as I was saying, I think uh, I think if it, if it requires getting Beal or uh, Lillard, then yes, I think the Heat are definitely looking to to make that to make that uh that change. Okay. Um, not mad at that. Uh. What 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 say you, uh, Nar? What what do you think that the Miami Heat should do going forward? Orzendale, y'all, either one of y'all can jump in on this. Try to see if you can get Damian Lillard. I'm so sick and tired of the soft launch of trying to, you know, for his trade requests. Like, bro, just I don't know what you can trade because I don't think Tyler Hero draft picks. And what else? And what? Max Struess, uh, Caleb Martin. Like, pieces ain't really going to get it done. As much as I like Tyler Hero. Well, Tyler Hero ain't a piece. I mean, that's 20-point-a-game guy. He's, he's, he, he's, he has 20 points, and he'd probably be the main piece. But aside from that, what do you want? That's true. Like, well, I can I did, understand them well, wanting to go younger, but still. Caleb's under contract. I think they signed. I think the contract was they signed him for three years, twenty mil or something like that. I think after last year or yeah, prior to la- so. prior to last year, so he's under contract. But Vincent, Vincent, and um, Vincent and, and Struess are are free agents. Well, I, I mean, for me, I think that they should go. They should. I mean, you're going to have to give up Tyler Hero. You're going to have to. Oh yeah, for sure. Him and probably Duncan too. And a and a draft pick. I don't know what you got to give up, Duncan. They that's it's possible because he revived himself this uh this postseason. I say I don't know what you have to give him up, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, just just looking at the way that these guys play, um, they're hell of ball players, man. But I think that the Miami Heat have exhausted what they are as a ball club. It, that's it. That is it. So, um, shout out to them. Uh, but the reality of it is, I get it. You guys are in Miami, and most people vacation in Miami. But 
It's time to log into Expedia.com and look for y'all uh, hotel flight. And Listen, park. the real trade for Damian Lillard, if I'm <laughs> Portland Trailblazers, honestly, is trying to get him to Boston. Now, I know he don't want to go to Boston, but fuck you, nigga. It's not going to happen. It's uh, not going to happen. Why not? You're in, 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 that's not going to happen. It's not. Oh, it's I don't gonna... think it will happen, but I'm just saying. Because I know exactly. You're talking about trading him for Jalen Brown. I get it, but it ain't going to happen. Exactly. And I would sign Draylon Brown if I was them. Because I think this is stupid. They need to sign Jalen Brown. The Celtics. No matter what you do, you need to sign him. Because if he leaves next... Because if you don't offer him the max, and he leaves next season, Mm -hmm. now you're fucked. That you are. You ain't lying about And I don't think he'll tell you where he wants to go. I think he'll straight up fuck you. If you don't get, if you don't offer him the max, I think he will straight up and down say, listen, oh, you don't want to give me the max? I ain't telling you where I want to go. Trade me wherever you want to trade me. I ain't staying there. Yeah, he's going to pull he an AD. Actually would. No, I don't think he, I don't think he'll pull an AD. I think he's going to pull a, a because that Lakers trade should have been happening under Dell Demps, but he was being an idiot because he, he didn't, he didn't want to, um, he didn't want to acquiesce, but whatever. Yeah. Listen, I tell I tell him straight up. Oh, all right. I, hey, listen. I just to let y'all know, wherever I go, I'm not signing there. So, I'm gonna be a free agent. I'm gonna go into free agency, no matter where I'm at this summer. Yeah. <coughs> I um. That's the way I, I do agree. It. I, I agree. Um, I 100% agree with you. Um, damn. Well, I guess we'll see what happens from there and, and, and you know, just uh, go into it. Um, and go on into yeah, this I just want to ask. A couple of weeks. I just, I just want to ask, fellas. Yeah. Do y'all agree with the fact that uh, Jalen Brown needs to be signed? Um, he needs to be signed? Yes. Because you can't move forward without. I heard heard Stephen A. Smith say the best thing I've heard him say about anything related to basketball in years. I'm not slighting him, but this is the Stephen A. Smith that I used to listen and learn from. He said that Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum. Play for the same team, but do not play basketball together. I heard that as well. Mm. And as simplistic as it sounds, it's profound because it's true. I don't think it works. <coughs> It'll win you a lot of regular season games, but in decision-making moments, I get that they made the finals last year, but we should be talking about the verge of probably two-time champions. Boston should at least have one, maybe looking at two. I'm not taking nothing away from the Warriors or taking away anything from any team that defeated them. What I should I I think they should have beat the Warriors last year, but I they, sh- I, they should I, I'm not giving them anything else other than that. What, no, like, they should they should have beaten uh the Heat this year. Oh, okay. it should not have came I'll down to seven games. They should have been in no, the no, final. No, yeah, yeah, if they yeah. lose, they, should, if they lose to the Nuggets. Now. All right, whatever. But. They should have beaten the Heat in six. The Heat are a very good team. I'm not knocking them. 
the reality of it is when you have two of the top 20 players in the league and you are a really good team, they got out coached. But I also think that Jalen Brown and, and, and uh, Jason Tatum, this is where the buck stops. It doesn't work. It, it doesn't work to get you over the championship hump. It works. Yes, they, they are a brilliant team. They win a lot of games. They do. But I don't know, bro. I don't think that they can win together. I disagree, bro. I, I hope. No, I don't. I think we could. I think you can work around the edges and get some. Because I mean, they they have consistently got you in the conference finals every year. They have. Right. I'm saying they that got they are you in that the conference good, finals. But that's my point. They're that good that that's their ceiling. Maybe losing I think it, in the finals. I think they should have never got rid of Ime Udoka because I think that's really I what think so the too. team I, up. I, I 100% agree. I think Ime was keeping a lot of that shit together that was falling apart. And Houston is about to benefit from it tenfold because he's going to be able to build them up from babies. Think about it. When Ime got there, they had already been to, what, two conference finals? Yeah. No. You said... Um, when Ime got there, they had been to three conference finals, I think. When Ime under got Brad there? Stevens, under Brad Stevens, yeah. I thought they only had two they under Brad Stevens. They went in 2017. And 2018. They went in 2018. They went in 2020. That was under Brad Stevens. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. They played the Heat in the Commerce Finals. I thought it was the second. In, in no. The, in the bubble. They played the Heat in the Commerce Finals. And did, I no, no. Didn't did the Heat beat the Bucks in the, for the Eastern Conference Finals? No. 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 No, they beat, the, they beat the Celtics. They beat the Celtics. They went to two or three under. Now, they uh, beat, the, they beat the, the Bucks on the way in the playoffs. Yes. No, but I thought they, I thought they played the Bucks in the I thought they played the Bucks in the uh, no in the Eastern Conference in the bubble. This year's champion by by team logos by team names. This year's Western and Eastern Conference Finals were rematches of the bubble. Oh, sure, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. But in three out of the last four years, it's been the the, the Heat and the Celtics. So and the Heat have won two out of three. So, I don't know. Um, we will ultimately see. But if you're asking me, I don't know that it works. I just don't know that it works. Seeing where uh, just... where Jalen Brown's going to go is going to be interesting. Oh, if I'm Jalen Brown? Hmm. <laughs> The cards, the 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 cards are in his hand right now. Well, as you would say, as people say, the ball is his court. If I'm Jalen Brown, I'm I'll sign it. If if they got the super match for me, I'm gonna sign it. If I'm Jalen Brown. I would. Entertain. If they got the super match for me, I'm I'm going to sign it. I would because it's the super Philly? match. I would entertain Philadelphia. Why? Why not? I mean, he fits, but man. Yes, but he 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 fits very. Yes, he fits, and um. Now you got Nick Nurse there as a coach. I would entertain. Hell, I'd entertain Dallas. I would entertain. 
Memphis. That's about it. Yeah, yeah that's about it. Is it's gonna be interesting where he goes? If I don't get the if I, if I don't get the supermax, but we'll see. Um. Oh, if you yeah, don't man. offer me the supermax, you ain't you ain't got to worry about nothing. I'm leaving next year in free agency. I ain't signing and trading shit. Suck my dick. Period. I there's nothing about me that is going to help you, even if I got to cut off my own nose. If you don't offer me the supermax this year, you know what? Nah, if bro. I'm him. And you after, don't offer me the, the supermax. If I'm him and they, they don't offer me the supermax, super I'm on the first right. team to the to the next young hot team smoking. I'm on the first team to Houston. I get to link back up with Ime Udoka, and it's about me. We can build. Yeah. Shit. Shit. No, that that'd be. I think that'd be the greatest fit. That'd be the best fit for him. Shit. I get all these young bucks, and we are gonna get whatever kind of players we can trade for and sign this, that, and the third. And it's about me, and I get to link back up with the coach who got me here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead and send that over, pal. But there's a lot yeah. of things. So, you know. Uh, I don't have anything else for you all. Yeah, what say you? What? You got anything else for the people? No, I got the Jalen Brown point across. That's That's been really bothering me for the last few weeks. I don't blame you. What's good? Oh, you? oh are we... We gonna do a draft preview, or is that next week? Uh, probably a more re- reaction than preview, cause to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Cause Wimby's first off, Wimby's going first. Scooting don't know who's going two or three, cause we gotta wait for trades to yeah, figure right. that one out. So, so yeah, we we got it. But either way, uh, we may watch the draft live together. We'll see. Um, and congratulations to Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless on seven wonderful years together. Um, not a full was, seven years, but okay. Oh, come on, man. Two months. Uh, three months. But either way, congratulations to Shannon Sharp. And, way you know, your next endeavors be your best endeavors yet. Uh, that was really touching, man. Seeing that last episode. And, uh, I, I didn't think he was going to leave that quick. I, didn't I thought think he was so. going to, I thought he was going to just do the workout, uh, do the year out. I mean, the, the week out, excuse me. after the finals. So. But I didn't know it was the day after the finals. Oh, that's how it was with Skip Bayless. The day after the finals, um, Skip left. ESPN. We, after that's LeBron true. and them won? Yeah, Skip left. I thought it was going to be that week. But okay, well. Sir, he got to go. what it is. He got to go. Got to go. Um, I understand. Well, till next week, we out. Peace. Peace.